Hello and welcome to the Education on Fire podcast. The place where we share creative and inspiring learning in our schools. Season 1, Episode 0. Hello and welcome to the Education on Fire podcast with me, Mark Taylor. I'd like to welcome you to this first episode where I'd like to give you a bit of a brief history about me and why Education on Fire was created um, and what it is that we're trying to create and who we're trying to support and how we can be a service to the education profession and teachers and schools. Um, My background is in music, not in traditional teaching. I'm a professional musician um, and I get to do the thing that I love every day of my life and, um, and it's from that really and just having that sense of understanding that being able to do what you enjoy all the time is the key to one being happy and also really having a story which enables you to want to get out of bed in the morning and, and, and do the very best that you can in life. And as teachers and educators, I think if we can introduce that as a, a concept in all of our children's and all of our classrooms, then the whole learning process becomes a completely different experience for everybody, both in terms of the people being taught and the people teaching. And I think from there, we really have a chance of changing the the education system really from from the ground up and from the inside out. So the reason music is important to me is because um, it makes me feel like I'm alive. It makes me feel like it's something that I I want to do. It's something I can share with the world, which is authentically me. It's not just a job. It's it's part of who I am and, and how I want to share who I am w- with the rest of the world. And I think finding that and given the opportunity that to our to children in schools and and our students is is vitally important and the only way that we can do that is to be able to expose them to um lots of different things because we don't know what's best for them we don't know um what direction they're going to go we just really laying the foundations to experiences which they can hopefully will just ignite something in them and allow them just to follow their dreams and and whatever it, their passions are so if you've heard of um, Ken Robinson, you'll know that being creative um, is, a, is an incredibly important thing. It's certainly important to me, and I believe that music and drama and the arts and sport and all these things which are community-led and um, are very important in terms of giving people a chance to experience and feel life rather than it just being an academic focus. Um, music, to me, was something which I had to do um, when I went to secondary school. It was part of, uh, part of the curriculum. But rather than just being music, um, my forward-thinking school at the time had a band system where you had to learn a musical instrument. And at the time, I wasn't particularly interested in doing that. Um, and I decided that playing the drums was probably the best of a of a bad idea. And so when I went to secondary school at the age of 11, off I went to my, my first drum lesson and um, didn't really think much more of it. Um, but it didn't take very long for for me to realise, one, it was something I really enjoyed, and I had a very supportive um, drum teacher by the name of Eddie Clayton. Um, And he offered me some individual lessons, and he he just showed me the way to get involved in local ensembles, and the more I played, the more I enjoyed it, and the more I came to life. And and that really was key. Um, And the thing about music in the school that I was at is that there were lots of people there because you had to play music that you saw a whole path a whole progression i saw people not just involved in school bands but involved in county ensembles and 
um, then going on to music college. And so while um, having a career in it wasn't necessarily the forefront of it, it was the fact that I could see the I could see the progression. I could see how I could follow and improve and work with better and better people and, and just enhance what I was doing. And so it wasn't a big leap to think that I could just be a musician because I saw other people doing it. And um, and it's one of the sad things at the moment that um, things like music are being slightly taken away from the curriculum and, um, and the funding is being withdrawn because I'm not sure if I was going into a school these days that whether that opportunity would still be there. So it's that background that I come from. Um, the teaching side um, is basically because I had a, a music education company for 10 years um, where we used to go into schools and do whole school, whole class music of, of samba and African drumming and general music games. Um, and the thing that we noticed by doing that is the fact that all the students are living in the now. They're all performing, even if it's just the first time they sit in a circle and clap rhythms all together or introduce themselves by doing their name and um, various different rhythm games that you can do. And they're a musician from that moment and they and they feel a sense of something going on at that moment it's not about learning things for the future it's about creating something now um and it was incredibly successful and um what happened was is we we were approached by um an organization called musicteachers.co.uk and also the musicians union here in the uk and they had a project called the art of teaching um and they were basically just showing and exploring um, great teaching that was going on and they asked if they could come and see some of our workshops um, and so they did they came along and they recorded them and um, if you go to um, educationonfire.com you'll see there's a link there to the 12 um, videos that we did for them um, and it's just basic music um, whole class music um, in a primary school um, and it just takes you from those original rhythm games all the way through to actually having a piece of samba music all played as a whole class um, and it was in, in just what we were doing at the time. And then an amazing thing happened it, while it was put on onto their art of teaching um, video stream there on YouTube. Um, the particular sort of rhythm game ones that people were obviously looking for to do in schools started to grow and started to grow. And all of a sudden, while all the other videos, both of ours and also the other teachers in different disciplines, were um we're sort of steady steadily rising and having people looking in our particular ones suddenly started to shoot and all of a sudden instead of thousands it was tens of thousands and then we started getting over a hundred thousand and then over two hundred thousand and over two hundred and fifty thousand views and suddenly i started getting people contacting me saying oh i've really enjoyed this we really like what you're doing how can i recreate it in my school it's it's you know you don't need lots of instruments or anything just the basic principle seems like a really a really supportive thing for the children so i was able to give advice and um and point people in the right direction and i thought well for me that's just something that i was doing i was as well as running rhythmically speaking doing these workshops i was also at the lyceum school in london um which was very forward thinking in the arts they had lots of ensembles and lots of music going on there um, and I thought, well, actually, I can just share that experience of music, but there must be other schools and other people out there who are doing the same sorts of th same sorts of things um, in different disciplines. You know, whether it's sport or how they do their arts and how they do their academic subjects. You know, how do they bring it all together? How do they use cross-curricular ideas where you're doing all sorts of disciplines at the same time? You know, what is it that's getting children excited about their learning? 
so I thought that'd be a great thing to share, you know. So Education on Fire really is just me going around different schools, different learning environments, sharing great practices where there are children just fully engaged, absolutely inspired in what they're doing, and sharing sharing their story really, sharing what it is that they're, why it is that they created what they did and, and why they think it works. Um, that's a really, really important thing. It's about the positive aspects that we can bring and we can share. Um, and also I wanted to find a way that would be supportive for you in terms of being able to create it in your school or in your in your classroom. And I'm going to have a person called um, Peter Cancel, who's a um, uh, an ex-head teacher and educationalist. Um, and he's going to be a bit more pragmatic and um, and be able to sort of share with you, you know, ideas that I'm that come back from the interviews that I've done and just sort of maybe explain how you can incorporate it into your classroom or if it's a if it's a bigger project you know how maybe you could approach your head teacher and say look I've come across this I think it's a really good idea I'm going to need some support in putting it together what do you think and so from that sort of ex-head teacher um, role that he had he can actually sort of hopefully point you in the right direction of the best way to approach it so that it's not too scary it's not too too much of a leap from wherever you may be now um, and, and if you happen to be a school that's doing um, some incredible things that you'd like to share, then please get in touch um, and we can find a way of, of coming to see you and and sharing the great stuff that you do. And the, the whole idea is to build a community of people that feel supported and enthused that um, while the education system at the moment is quite difficult in terms of time and all the things that you have to do, just the small things that you can do in terms of how we speak to people, how we come across, how we look after ourselves as teachers, which we can then also show our students um, what's important about that. You know, if I'm looking after myself, if I'm being authentic in myself, then they'll pick up on that. And I think some of these un unwritten things and unseen things that come across a bit more naturally, I think can make more difference than changing how we're going to teach any particular subject. So that's the basic background of education on fire and why it was created and and, and what we're going to try and achieve here um the other thing I'd, I'd like to say is that after this season one which is i'm going to introduce peter cancel i'm going to introduce um andrew gardner who has a, a book called um change your words change your life um, um and <laughs> how her story works and how they created a uh, um, an incredible um, video which went viral and now got over 25 million views. Um, and I'm going to speak speaking to her and her husband Seth and 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 um, what they really believe is the is the heart of the small things that you can change that make a big difference, which is certainly applied to them. Um, I'm going to be speaking to Kelly Long, who's got a great podcast called Inspiration for Teachers, and and her experience of how podcasts and how her community is growing and supporting everybody. Um, and also Lynn Hannay, who's the chair of the National Association of, for Primary Education. And um, I'm very honoured to be part of their national council as well. So that'll be an interesting conversation. She was also the director of the school that I taught at in London um, when I was doing my music classes there. And um, and music was and the arts was such a high priority in their school and made such a difference to everyone and, and get some sort of idea of, of why they created that. You know, they, they actually started their school from scratch and... Um, that was one of the first things they really wanted to to make a priority and and we can delve into why why that was important to them and what they felt the children the children really got from that so the i think the environment of a school is almost the, the starting point for everything what it is that we're, we're, we're trying to get across to our to our 
pupils and as they um as they grow before we start actually teaching them anything themselves you know um children really they tend to learn on their own you know we don't teach them to walk we don't teach them to talk necessarily they just copy what we do they follow what we do and 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 i think that doesn't stop when we go to school we kind of get to the point where it's like we have to impart information we have to give them what we think they need um i think that's starting to change now i think people are starting to understand that actually we need to give them support we need to give them understanding we need to give them an environment that they can explore and from there they can find out what it is that lights their fire and and what their passion is and um and with new ways of learning such as the Khan Academy where you have so many fantastic resources online where you can learn at your own rate where you can find all the things that you're interested in but under the umbrella of a of a school under the umbrella of a classroom where a teacher is as much a mentor as a, a person of imparting information directly um it just seems to me that, that there's probably a lot of mileage in, in how schools are going to develop in that particular way. Um, the internet these days is such a, a vast um, array of information and we can find anything we want there. We can find fantastic resources and just having an umbrella of, of these resources which are easily accessible and safe for everybody I think um, is a really starting point and part of what education on fire is going to be able to to offer is, is we go around and start speaking to these people the resources that they have and also the resources that we're going to try and create to, to help you um deliver these things um anything which you think would be supportive any type of resource which you haven't able to access easily then let us know and, and we'll see if we can find it for you and um or even put something together ourselves so the way the podcast is going to work um, from season two onwards it's going to become a topic based um, I um, podcast so after season one season two is going to be about ICT computing um, I've just been to the um, the NAEP um, EdTech conference where I've, I've done some interviews with some people there the other thing which I think is important is um is understanding how students are coming into the profession how they're when they're newly qualified, how they're finding their new jobs and, and how their careers um, progress. And um, we're going to be following some students um, in in that path and um, hopefully giving them some support um, and also finding out what it is that they need and, um, and um, yeah, just f- following their journey with them, really, to... To, to see what that's like and, and whether the profession that they they actually enter into is what it is that they thought it was as they um as they started their journey um and um i think that'll be an interesting insight to um what people believe education and learning is about to the actual current reality of what schools are and if it's not the reality they're expecting whether it's whether they can create that reality um in the environment that they end up in or, or whether they feel so stuck they can't do that and Hopefully we can we can show a picture of um, learning environments out there and different schools out there that actually do have a have that community and that creation that they're looking for, and and on that community note, I know it's very hard sometimes when you're if you're stuck in a school where you feel you're not supported where you don't have any help and um, resources of things that you're looking for. Um, we're really hoping that Education on Fire is going to be a place where you can feel supported, where there's going to be a lot of like-minded people, um, where you can get in touch and, and, and share your experiences. And um, and so, 
you don't have to look just inside the the physical walls of um of your school for support you can come out of that and um and th- and through the podcast and and through the website um yeah share your story share share what it is that you need and um and and let's sort of build a community that can support each other in this um in this sort of new way of um positivity and um and a chance to really sort of shine in in the kind of education system that we not would just like but are actually is actually available out there with just exposure from all the people that we'll be interviewing and um and coming across so thank you very much for listening um please subscribe and have a look on on educationonfire.com and see some of the resources that we have as i said the um the music education um, music games and the samba videos are available online if you sign up with your email address and um, we'll also you can download um, some support material for that as well um, get in touch let us know what you think and um, we'll look forward to um, speaking to you again soon thank you for listening to the education on fire podcast for more information please go to educationonfire.com Thank you.